Hey Seeker, welcome back to another bonus episode on the Awakening Her podcast. This is day two of a live stream event that I was running this past week called Intuition Uncovered, and it was so fun. Maybe I saw you there and you're wanting to experience and listen to it all again, or maybe you're tuning in for the first time and didn't see it live on Facebook. Welcome. I'm so excited you're here. In this event, if, if you're listening to this episode and you didn't listen to day one, that is okay. I believe in being led. So if you feel called to watch both days, it is a super powerful package put together for you to really help you uncover your intuition. Or if you just want to jam out on day two, that is fine as well. So in this live stream, I am first of all talking about how to use intuition in your daily life, what that looks like. And I share a story of a time when I realized maybe I could use my intuition kind of like all day every day right not just in times of panic and desperation so I share about that so it's how to use it in your daily life and then I'm going to also be teaching about how to receive guidance how to ask and receive and I'm um, helping you with two different methods here one is how to ask for guidance and then sort of slowly receive it over time. And the other one is how to get instant guidance. So I know you're going to love that. And then we end on discussing intuitive superflow, which is one of my favorite topics to talk about because that really is when we are connected to our intuition. It's not something that's out there. It's something that's in here. We realize and we make that effort to connect with it and find the stillness. So I'm going to talk all about intuitive superflow, how to unlock the manifestation because here's a heads up. That's where manifestation happens is in this intuitive superflow state. So I'm going to teach you all about it, how to get into it and everything that you need to know about that. This was so much fun recording these two days. So many beautiful souls came out. I've had tons of feedback. I know it was really helpful because I know that right now there's a need for this. There's a calling. I can hear you calling for deeper levels of intuitive development. You know you're a bit woo. You know you've got an intuition. And I also know that it's time to unlock it. So I'm really grateful that you're here listening to this show today, the right place at the right time, you're on the right path. And if you do have any questions about the Awakened Intuition program, which I know you'd be perfect in, and you want to really start that journey of experiencing and, and really developing and getting into and getting comfortable with and trusting your intuition, and you want to do it with some help, and you're ready for that, I'd love to help you. The link is in the show notes, and also feel free to reach out on Facebook if you have any questions. So without further ado, let's dive into day two of Intuition Uncovered. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to day two of Intuition Uncovered. I am so excited to be here with everybody again today. Welcome back, welcome back to everybody tuning in live. Thank you so much for spending this time on yourself and for being a part of this really fun event. Hello, hello everyone. And to everyone listening on the podcast, welcome back. I hope you enjoy these bonus episodes. If you guys hear screeching in the background of a child nature, 
It's just my child screeching in the background. <laughs> I'm really excited for today. We've got some really good ground to cover. We've got some really important things to discuss, y'all. Okay, everyone, welcome back to day two of Intuition Uncovered. We are going to discuss some super important stuff today. So the first thing I'm gonna go through is how to use intuition in your daily life, like what it actually looks like and how you can use it to navigate your daily life. This is something that I think I've shared this with you guys before. You may have heard me say this, but I remember at one point about 10 years ago, having this moment of, and actually it's funny because it was my intuition coming forward, but it was this question I had, could you actually listen to your intuition all day, every day? Like it was like, I'd never thought about that before. Intuition was always something that I used in times of crisis or times of really giant decisions or times of being really stuck. I would hit my knees and be like, come on, right? And like watch for the signs and kind of Bambi my way through it. I picture Bambi on her new legs, you know? Um, and I had this thought, I wonder if you could pay attention to your intuition, listen to your intuition all day, every day to guide you. And in, when I was saying this, I was recovering from an eating disorder and I thought like food and people and jobs and you know, everything, your alone time, what, you know, what things to buy, what shampoo to use. Like I just had this thought of like, could you use intuition for everything? And now I know that the answer is definitely yes. And I, it's taken me a long time to get to the point where I trust it. We talked about relying on your intuition yesterday. Um, so this is what I'm gonna do today is break down, first of all, how it looks in daily life, how to use it in daily life. And then we're kind of gonna go into how to receive guidance, how to have a question and answer relationship, how to ask and answer. It seems basic, but if you're having troubles receiving intuitive guidance and knowing clearly that you're getting intuitive guidance, it'll be really helpful for you. Um, we're going to do that. And then we're going to get into intuitive super flow. And at the end of the live stream, I am going to give you a really powerful energy exercise that I do to clear out my funkiness. So if I'm feeling funky and I want to be in flow and get out of it and feel, you know, intuitive and really hear the guidance, I will do this really simple exercise. It just takes a second and I'm going to show you it at the end of the live stream. So that's going to be really fun as well. So as you guys, probably have heard. I was discussing it yesterday and you may have received an email about it. I'm launching a program called Awakened Intuition and I can't even talk about it without getting all dreamy eyed. It's a, it's an intuitive development program and experience. So you can have a cellular upgrade, meaning you're releasing, you're healing, you're upgrading your cells. You're becoming that version of yourself because you're developing your gifts, because you're knowing inside what intuition is and how to tap into it and your intuitive type and how you work. So it's really an immersive program. It's a group experience. It's just four weeks. It's like short, powerful, sweet, and you will come out the other side a different person because when you listen to your intuition, you become that version, right? You become her, the future version of yourself that's already living the dream life because she is intuitive. That version of you, how does she relate to her intuition? What is her relationship with her intuition, right? And it's good to think about that, that version of yourself that is already living the life, that is manifesting easily, that is feeling in purpose and in flow. How important is the role of intuition in her life? 
I want you to ponder that because that is why I created this program is because intuition is the transformative piece. It's what you're being called to at this point in your journey. That's why you're here. That's why you've been going through a crazy awakening. And now that is what's next. So I can't wait to help you. And also there's lots of bonuses and early bird pricing is on until Sunday. So now that that's out of the way, <laughs> When is it started? Yeah, there is no date yet in the mail. I believe it's going to be the last Tuesday in February. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna send an email out to everyone. I've had quite a few people joining already. I'm so excited. Um, an email out to everyone asking this date or this date, would this be best to try to be able to get everybody on live together? Cause it is an experience. And as I mentioned, every week we're gonna be doing a an energy work session. So like, a cellular upgrade, a meditation, a releasing, a healing, a getting into flow, depending like week to week, it's going to change, but it's going to be an energy clearing session, an energy upgrade session as well every single week. So it's truly a transformative experience. I know in the bottom of my heart that you're going to come out that, that person that you truly want to be so much closer to living that life, so much more in tune and in the flow, right? So that is the answer to that. Okay. So let's start diving into how to use intuition in your daily life, right? Because as I said, I used to just use it in times of crisis. And so I'd like to hear anyone joining me right now. Could you let me know when do you use your intuition? Is it like all day, every day? Or is it like most days, once in a while, only when I'm in desperation? Let me know just how often do you use your intuition, would you say? The... First thing with using your intuition all day, every day to use it in your daily life. And you're going to love slash hate me for this. Oh my goodness. It's 111 and there's 11 people live. Bam. Okay. Now there's 12 people live, but that's even better. <laughs> um, all day, every day. Yes. So the very first thing that you need to do is to practice. And that's why you're here, right? This is, there's not one thing you can do that just unlocks your intuition once in a while, most of the time usually do it in chaos. Yeah. Especially interacting with family. Got it. First thing in the morning and every night. Oh, I love it, Sarah. You guys are amazing. So we, you have to practice it because you can do all sorts of things like have awakening experiences or mass releasings or sheddings or you know, alchemizing sessions or whatever. But if you're not doing the maintenance in between, then as you know, like with everything else, you can go to the gym one day, but if you're not doing anything else the other days, it, your progress is going to be really slow, right? Yeah, I know. 111. I love it. Don't use it enough. Okay. Well you're here and that's amazing. So we have to start practicing it. And what I've noticed with myself as well as my clients when I'm teaching intuitive development is that we forget to practice it. And it's just that there, that's not in judgment. That's actually in complete love. I'm a mom of three with a full ass business and full ass life. I completely understand just forgetting about things, just not having the time, not having the um, tools to be able to do it. Right. So I completely understand, but that is the number one thing that gets in the way when we're starting to develop our intuition and calling for that deeper level is um, we just don't practice it. I just realized, mercy bingo, um, that 
I thought of this last night too. I didn't even introduce myself to everyone who's new. So super quick, if you're new, if you've never tuned in, um, if you're new to this, this, the podcast or my page, my name is Talia Joy and I'm an intuitive and I'm a manifestation mentor. And when it comes right down to it, I am here to help seekers create the life that they're meant to live so that they can wake up excited to be in their life. That's really what it is. So I teach law of attraction and into intuitive development and manifestation manifestation and I'm really glad you're here. So the question there, yeah, I use it. Desperation, joy infused with gratitude. Interesting. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so we have to practice it. So most people are just forgetting, right? It's just like the day goes by and you're like, oh, I didn't use my intuition. So there needs to be some sort of focus, some sort of thing that brings it to the forefront. And this could be you simply desiring to, um, to build it or something like the program, or if you were working with a mentor, it's like a little spark of motivation. So you can cultivate that within, you don't have to be in a program or with a mentor, but you have to, the very first step is you have to become willing and acknowledge it's really important to you, right? It's really important to you. It's not just an extra thing. Um, it It's something that is absolutely necessary if you really want to learn how to manifest, really want to be guided, connecting to loved ones and spirit guides and having aligned decisions and really stepping into that life. Intuition is imperative. So you need to really think about that, get that, allow that to shift within you. And that's another reason for creating the program is like a container, right? We all know how much better we are when we have to show up Monday at 10. It's like you do it, right? Or when someone is, you know, mentoring you or you've got homework or whatever, right? It's so much easier to be focused because you've got external motivation. So in whatever way you gather that, allow it to become super important to you. And that's what happened to me is one day I thought, you know, if I can't listen to the universe, like I, I learned so much about law, law of attraction up here, but nothing was happening or it wasn't rapidly happening the way I wanted it to. And I realized like, if I'm not listening to the universe, then what am I doing? I was pushing, I was controlling, I was being confused, really confused. And I know that that's where some of you are today. And I have so much sympathy and, you know, um, compassion for that place because it's frustrating. But again, you have to snap yourself out of it. There's a certain degree of effort that has to happen for it to become important to you. So that's the very first thing is allow intuition to become important to you to the place where you want to practice it. That's what's exciting. And it's not hours a day. It's not, you know, big cumbersome amounts of time. It's the intention to check in, right? So that's the first thing. And, and a more tangible way that we can do this or a way that we can do this is to get still, right? Um, in stillness, that's where we find source. So you can hear source. You can hear your angels and your intuition as you're just going about life and grocery shopping and having a conversation and you hear these nudges. It's totally possible, but it originates in silence because it's in stillness. Source is the stillness between thoughts. It's the space between cells. It's the moments between action, right? That is source. It's the in-between. It's the everythingness. So we have to intentionally start to, as I mentioned yesterday in day one, intuition is a frequency that we tune into much like a radio, right? It's always there, but we need to tune in. So how you tune in, one of the best ways to tune in is to get still. 
Because when you get still, you start perceiving different things. So one way that this happens all the time is imagine or think of a time when say what comes up for me is like I'm walking in nature and I'm talking to a friend, we're having amazing conversation. And then all of a sudden we're like, what was that? Or the conversation goes quiet. And then you're like, oh, I can hear like a stream over there. Is that a stream over there? Oh, did you hear that bird? Like, what was that? Oh, there was a rustle in the trees. But you wouldn't have heard that if you were chatting, if you were distracted, if you were worried about your bills or you were listening to something that took you out of the moment. So it's not that that's bad. It's just you're not perceiving more of what's going on. So when you get still, your range of being able to perceive the subtle energy body shifts, right? We'd be able to... They kind of say like from going from outside to within, right? Start to come within. When I'm guiding people through our intuitive sessions or meditations, there's that moment where, you know, you're down, you're you're in your med or you're starting to meditate or whatever. Okay, lay down, get comfy, shifty, 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 right? And then start taking a couple deep breaths. And after a couple breaths, it's like, ooh, right? Intuition is an energy. So sometimes that's the best way to describe it is my random sound effects, but ooh. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay. The truth starts to emerge. The calmness starts to emerge. If you're stressed about bills up here, the okayness starts to emerge. The possibilities start to emerge. The feeling of right here, right now, I am okay. I am blessed. I feel the presence. That starts to emerge in stillness, right? So that's why that is the best place to find your intuition. And the more you practice that, and again, I've never been someone that's meditated for like 30 minutes every day. I think that's incredible. But again, I have three kids and I have a business and I'm busy and, you know, I I just don't. But what I do practice is many moments of stillness. And every night or most nights, my husband and I do 10 minutes where the kids go to bed. We set our timer and we just are in stillness. There's no attachment. Sometimes I'm laying on my yoga mat. Sometimes I'm on the couch. Sometimes I'm in a chair. It doesn't matter. But I do that. But other than that, I just create many moments of stillness so that I can hear my intuition more clearly as I'm going about the day, right? So I'm just going to read some of your comments. When I'm washing the dishes, when I hear answers. Yeah. And there's a reason for that. It's because when you go into an automatic action, like washing the dishes, walking, driving, your subconscious starts to be able to be more active because your conscious mind kind of goes to sleep. You just do automatic things. And that's actually when you can pull forward guidance. So that's why, that's why that happens. I do get those nudges you speak of. They come at any time during my day. Yeah, I love it. That's so great. And that's, that's because you're available for them. They're coming in randomly, right? At any sort of time, which is amazing. In stillness is everythingness. Aw, thank you, sweetie. In stillness, I usually just find peace, but not really messages or guidance. So far, this has been my experience. Amazing. And that's completely right on as well. So today we're going to get into ways where you can ask that ask and receive, how to perceive answers. So I know this will help you. Yeah, pockets of meditation. Oh, Marcy, that's beautiful. I love that. You could package and sell that pockets of meditation, like five minute tracks or something. (laughs) That's so great. So this is how we start to use it in everyday life, right? We practice it. But more than that, what I call this about this whole getting still thing is creating an anchor. So when you practice meditation or pockets of stillness or pockets of meditation, um, you then 
have that more easily accessible to you because you've created an anchor. So you need to create some sort of base of intuition. And that's another reason why I'm doing this program is because I want to bring you home. I want you to know and experience what that feeling is so that you can know it with certainty and know how to find it, right? Because this is something like, I want to teach you how to fish, not catch you a fish. I'm not catching you a fish. (laughs) You know the saying, right? I want to set you up for life. I want to set you up for this. So you really do need to create an anchor, get to know your intuition. Like the workbook yesterday was talking about what does my intuition feel like? How do I know it's intuition? What do I feel in my body? How do I, you know, how do I know that from the ego? And it's like getting inside and really creating that anchor. And that's what stillness does. Because if you're in meditation, most of us can easily pinpoint our ego at that point. That's like, oh, I need to get groceries and oh, I shouldn't, oh, I'm guilty. I feel guilty for taking this time for myself or, oh, you know, and then we go, no. And we kind of start breathing, clear the thoughts. And then like, oh, I didn't get the veggies for the spaghetti sauce. And it's like all the, the, the thoughts are coming in and then clear, right? That's sort of the, the battle or the push and pull between our busy mind, our ego, our processing and our source, our truth, right? And so reaching for that stillness more and more is truly what pulls it forward. So you may or may not experience guidance in meditation. And I'm going to be really honest again, because this is just transparency hour. I rarely experience guidance in meditation. That sounds really funny because I feel like everyone is like, I was in this meditation and I got all this inspiration. I actually more experience it in my daily life, the same as you. And Um, But those pockets of stillness give me time for my energy to just to decompress, to release, to come back home. It's like I do it for self-love, for spiritual health, to actually just take time to create space between the thoughts. That's what it is for me because my life is so busy and I have so many, so many children with so many noises and all this stuff that I need to like find home base. And that's why I do it. You seem to wake up with ideas. Yes, that's um, incredible. Definitely that's a thing for sure. The pandemic and living in isolation has afforded me with so many moments of being able to listen. My new nightly routine when my husband goes to bed, I turn down all the lights and get comfy with all sounds off. I sit with my animal snuggling me and I've been meditating on the couch. I love that. That's incredible. I've just had this thought of, okay, good. Um, Yeah, Marcy, ego does not make us feel good. Yeah. So, so first couple ways to use it in your everyday life is first, just practice it. Right. Second is to get still more often in your other life. And I like to get this in and I say for my clients, cause most of my clients are busy as well. Children are not like we're all busy, right. Is to think of how can I work this into my daily life? So for me, before any client call, it's like non-negotiable, at least 10 minutes of stillness. When I um, am out grocery shopping, hopefully my husband doesn't see this. (laughs) When I come home, I sit in the driveway for a few minutes before I like go inside. Who who else does that? Um, And just find myself, find the stillness, connect with that inner glow, that inner buzz. And so what this is doing is it's creating more space for you to hear that subtle message, right? Because again, the ego is loud, the processing, the monkey mind. If I just go from processing being at the grocery store to whatever podcast I'm listening to in the car. And then I burst inside and then mom and then school and then this and then dinner. And like, I'm never creating stillness. So I try to get it 
in, in these little moments whenever I can. The other day I went through the Starbucks drive-thru and there was quite the lineup and I pulled up, I was like, ooh, yay, me time. <laughs> and as I was in the lineup, um, in the drive-thru, I just like was still and just turned off the podcast, just chose a moment of still. So you guys know what I mean by that. You know how to create little moments of stillness. That's what I like to do. I like to teach about incremental upgrades. It's that atomics ha atomic habits thing, right? Atoms are the tiniest thing, but tons of atoms create everything. So little habits, they're the, the tiniest micro action, but compounded, they make the biggest difference, way more than huge things, right? So the next way to use intuition in daily life is to simply, and this comes with deciding that it's important to you, deciding that you wanna lean into it, deciding that you wanna learn how to trust it, is to be open to it. And some of you I can already feel right now because I can, I've got lots of beings here with us and um, lots of energies because we have so many of us here and I can feel already that there are a lot of you that are open. So that's amazing. So if that resonates with you, awesome. If you're already doing that, then awesome as well. But being open to be led and the usually the thing that gets in our way is control. So if you're a control person, if you have to know what's gonna happen and plan and micromanage, which a lot of people are, that can be getting in the way of you being open because being open is that it's going to present itself. Being open is trusting that you're on the right path and that you're being led, right? So this does come back to intuition. It's like being in the flow, allowing yourself to be led is to just be open to the guidance that might come forward. So this is when we have to put away the like, oh, but I should or oh but I don't know or whatever and just go with where we are being led to go and be open to that guidance for it to come forward so I'm starting to say now being led right and this is a big part of this intuition and in the first week of the program we're actually going to practice being led um, but being led is noticing what you're called to in the day and this is again this is just a practice start where you are take it on for five minutes and be like, I'm going to be led and just like listen or sense or feel depending on your intuitive type, like water. Okay. I'm being led to go drink water. And then like, I'm going to take some just stillness. I'm being led to just sit here in stillness and like, I actually want to grab that book. Okay. I'm being led to read the book. Like it sounds subtle and funny, but usually we're coming from our brain. We're like, we only have 10 minutes. What do we do? Or, you know, oh, we, we fill the space with noise. So we want to actually practice elongating the space and being led and allowing the guidance to come forward. And one reason, one way that we can do this, I know there's so much today. We're just only on point one right now. <laughs> one way that we can do this with being led is by monitoring your emotions. So sometimes we think that emotions are separate than intuition or than real in some ways, right? We think we reacted emotionally and that's not right or something. Emotions are our, are our guiding system. Emotions guide us. So think about your intuition and think about the times you felt intuitively led. What emotion has come along with that or emotions, right? You could be intuitively led away from someone and the emotion is like an ugh or like um, a discomfort or like an awkwardness or like nails on the chalkboardy feeling or the emotion might be sort of like 
repel. I don't know exactly what you would call that emotion. Or when you're called to something, it could be exciting. It could be inspiring. It could be uplifting, right? Your emotion could be hopeful or happy or joyful. And that, this was one of the biggest aha moments for me in my intuitive journey and in manifestation journey is that your emotions are your guiding system. So right now, how do you feel? How do you feel listening to this information? How do you feel gathering with me today? How do you feel with me staring straight into your soul, talking to you about intuition? How does that feel, right? It feels good, probably for most of you at least, right? It feels peaceful. It feels calm. It feels inspiring. It feels intriguing. It feels kind of exciting, right? That is your intuition guiding you. So yeah, we can have emotions of fear and being grumpy and irritated. And it doesn't mean that everything is about feeling like love. Oh, I love this. That like if you want to think, okay, this is great. I just heard a question. So maybe it was one of yours. Um, feels exciting. Yeah, it sure does. Right? So if we're feeling grumpy or irritated, you might say, is that my intuition trying to tell me something? And if nothing else, your intuition is telling you that you are not aligned with the thoughts of your dream life with her, the version of you that's living that life. And I want you to really think about this for a second and really take it on. If you look in the mirror and you see your body and you go, ugh, or you have some sort of like, ugh, guilty, shameful feeling. Your intuition is telling you that you are not aligned with the story of source. You are not aligned with what source thinks of you. You're not right. You're just not right. You're not right that your body isn't good enough. I don't know which part, Marcy, because if there's a bit of a delay, but your emotions are guiding you. So if you are irritated, it means that your thoughts are not aligned with source because source knows it's all going to be okay. Source knows you don't have to worry about money. Source knows that that soulmate's coming in the door and that your purpose is unfolding right now. So when you start to feel not good enough and it feels bad, like it feels gross, it feels shameful, it feels icky, it feels anxious, it's because you are not aligned with the story of source inside you. You're not, you're not aligned with the perfection in that moment. You're believing your body's not good enough. You're believing that you're never going to have enough money. You're believing you're never going to do it. And that feels shitty, right? And that just means that you're not, you're, that's your intuition telling you with a physical sensation of like sick in your stomach or a headache or the weight of the world on your shoulders or a tight chest. That is your intuition telling you that whatever you're believing right now, whatever's going on in that beautiful head of yours is not aligned with source. But when you feel good and you feel hopeful and you feel like, imagine if, wouldn't it be so cool if, or the feeling you get when you really start believing that you can manifest your dream life, that you really can increase your intuition and have answers and guidance. And you go like, whoa, that's source telling you that, yes, you're believing in the truth. This is possible. You are on the right track. This is exciting. Go there, right? It's like little bread breadcrumbs. <laughs> There's so much I want to say, but. So 
that is how you start to use your intuition in your daily life. You start practicing it. You start tuning into the silence, creating an an anchor. So you get to know what that neutral state of being is, what that source frequency is inside you. And then you pay attention to your emotions. And when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I remember the feeling of overwhelm means I'm believing in something that is false, which is like, I can't do all this. This is too much. It shouldn't be this way, right? Source is going, sweetie, you've got this. This is exactly how it should be. This is exactly what you've been calling for in some way or another. There's something in here for you, right? So that's one way that your emotions or that how you can listen to your intuition in daily life. Gotta move on or else I can riff. But this is why there's a program, right? Because there's so much to do with this. And I want to have the space to have you practice and really get this stuff. So the second aspect of today, the second point is how to receive guidance, how to ask and receive. And so I am to the point now where generally I can always get guidance instantly, which is why I can do readings for you. It's why when you're speaking to me and I'm seeing your face and I'm hearing your words and things are just coming forward and I'm seeing things and hearing things for you, right? It's because I've practiced it and it wasn't always so instant, but it quickly picked up. It quickly got got more and more reliable and more and more instant. So how you create this ask and receive, this basically being able to receive. Cause as I mentioned yesterday, a lot of us, we don't have any problem with asking, asking we've been desiring, we've been journaling, we've been praying and crying and rah, right. We've been asking, not the problem. Usually the problem is receiving. So Again, it comes from the place of knowing what receiving feels like, right? Again, yesterday I said the thing about the mango. I could describe to you all the things about what a mango is like, but until you eat it, you don't know, right? And you, someone could describe it to you, but if you saw it on a menu in some salad, you'd be like, oh, there's that mango thing that person was saying. But once you've had one, you're like, I want the mango salad <laughs> because you know what it's like, right? So... To ask and receive, you first of all have to get comfortable with what intuition feels like, which is why we did all that work yesterday. What does intuition feel like? How can you tell, right? And why it's important for you to learn your intuitive type so that you clearly know, okay, my receive, my intuition is received in a knowing and it feels like it's in my head and it feels like it's information that I didn't get somewhere else, right? Bam, now you know exactly what it feels like. Other people, my intuition feels like a body sensation. I get, I get, you know, butterflies in my chest or in my stomach. I, I feel it like almost like an emotion. I just feel it in my gut, right? For me, like I was describing one of my dominant types is clairaudience. So I know I watch for intuitive guidance in my ear. I call it my mind's ear because it's like my mind's eye, but it's your mind's ear. I know what it sounds like. I know how to decipher the voices. I know how to pick up on its tone because I know what it sounds like. So you need to really get comfortable with the intuition. And then the first thing about asking and receiving is asking again, because again, we all have been asking, but ask clearly and ask intentionally and ask to receive. So what I recommend is starting a practice and it usually is really great first thing in the morning, but if that doesn't work for you for whatever reason, um, you can do it at any time. But I want you to clearly get focused on one thing. Like I want to receive guidance regarding my purpose, or I want to know, like right now, as I shared yesterday, I'm in the process of buying a house. So I'm like, I want to know which house is supposed to be mine. This is a really big decision, right? 
So I will start with the intention and I will sit down and I like to journal or sit on the edge of my bed and just sort of pray talk, right? Source talk, have little source chats. Um, but sit there, take a few deep breaths, get connected to that stillness. And as little as like one minute, it's just a few deep breaths. Um, I have lots of breath techniques and things I'll be teaching in the program. But one really good one is I picture a box with every inhale and exhale. And this is um, a, an intuitive guidance exercise I learned a long time ago that really helps. So I'll just like... And I'll see this in my mind's eye. And that just gets me centered for a couple seconds. And then I will say, guides, angels, universe, beings of the highest truth and compassion, please help me to receive guidance around my purpose or around if this job is right or something, right? I will be watching and waiting for your guidance. I'm willing to receive it. And just riff on that, right? I'm really, I'm willing to receive it and I'm willing to act on it. Thank you so much for providing me with guidance around this. Okay. So it's a really clear asking. I'm going to read your comment in just one second. So we sit, we ask, and then we, again, because we've been practicing anchoring to the frequency, anchor, anchoring to the truth inside of us, we become on like hyper alert. So I'm going to describe to you this first, how to receive guidance, like throughout the day. And then I'm going to tell you how to receive instant guidance. So, cause it may come to you either way. So then being aware, right? Being aware as you go through your day, this is also where I bring in signs and signals, right? So you in the universe, you know, your signs, there's not one sign. Like I couldn't tell you you're signs an owl and that's the sign that you were given it's up to you so you know that you love 111 you know that you love butterflies dragonflies feathers pennies right you know that you love that stuff you know that when you see that something in you buzzes so that's your sign you don't even need to like overthink it so you can also say please help direct me toward my purpose by showing me owls I will pay attention. I will see your guidance. I will take it in, right? Show me owls if I'm on the right track or if this is the job for me, if this is the home for me. So that's one way that you can ask and receive. And then being aware of the answer, being alert, being sort of on guard, meaning like, okay, I'm looking for my sign and I'm going to chill because I know it's coming, but I'm also aware and ready for it, right? And that will have you start to notice it as it comes in. The other way to receive guidance, actually, I'm going to read ML. Some people I have in my life have a side that I recently discovered, which is to say the least ugly. And because of their manipulative nature, I feel really disgusted when I even hear about them or receive correspondence from them, no matter how much I try to neutralize my emotions. If I'm not feeling this way, I can't help it. Intuition or ego judgment. Hmm. Well, I think the... It probably both, <laughs> but the intuition is guiding you away from them. you they wouldn't feel so oil and vinegar or nails on the chalkboard to you if they were meant for you. So the people in your life that have that feeling, you may be judging them on top of it because that's what we do, but bottom line is they're not meant for you. And I can feel as I read that, that you need to cut them off immediately. That's what I'm hearing from your guides anyway. Okay. So, um, so then how to receive instant guidance. And this, I'm just going to warn you, this comes as you practice. You may be able to do this right now. Absolutely. It's completely possible depending on where you're at in your intuition, or you may know that this is where you're going. But what I do is I will, I call this 
um, this one or this one, <laughs> such an original name. Hey, I call it this one or this one exercise. And what I will do is I use this when I, when there's like two options or two, like, okay, so is this the house for me? Yes, no, right? Or do I want, um, should I go on a date with this guy or this guy? Like however you can break it down to two options, this is when I do this. So I will get really still, I'll get my exercise, I'll get connected. I know when I'm tapped in, I can start to feel the current. For me, I start to feel my spirit team and that guidance come in and I will say, like say I'm doing the house, like this house we were looking at on Happy Lane, is that the house for me? And I'll say, is that the house for me? And I will feel. And then I will say, a couple minutes between, I'll say, is this not the house for me? And I will feel. And I've done work with my intuition and my intuitive type, but you can do this as well. You will feel an energy shift. And the best way I can describe it is you get a yes feeling or a no feeling. That can be a physical feeling. It can be very subtle, like a tightening in your chest. But if you get really present and you say, is this the house for me or is this not the house for me? You can feel one way that your body pulls you toward. Of course, there's ways to do this like with cards, pendulums, there's muscle testing. There's lots of ways in which you can tap into the truth right there. But finding intuition is finding the current, finding the frequency, tuning in, feeling it, right? Listening, perceiving. Intuition is a very energetic thing, but it's actually also a very physical thing, which is why if we get this no feeling, this yes feeling, it's often like excitement and maybe your heart is racing or it's like sweaty and anxious and gut hurts. And it is, intuition is a physical experience. So when you say, you know, for our family vacation, should we go to Costa Rica and then like sit in that for a moment and go like Costa Rica, Costa Rica, should we be going to like bring, conjure up the vibe of Costa Rica and then Italy. And you will, especially the more you practice, but even right now, Shalom, that's amazing. You will feel the difference. So again, this is where the physical application comes. This is where you need to practice, but that's a really good exercise is this one or this one is what I call it, right? Break it down into, um, into two things. Yeah, totally. It's, it's so works and you know, deep down, right? And sometimes like when I've been going through the houses, when we have a bunch of listings to see, I'm just using this example because it's going on in my life. I'll say like, should we go view this house? And I get like a, like a, it, it's a yes feeling. It's, it's my yes feeling. And that doesn't mean it's going to be the house of my dreams, but it means keep looking. Yes, go see it because who I'm becoming as I go shop around for houses and talk about down payments and fancy schmancy stuff, who I'm becoming is a bigger version of myself. Talking about huge amounts of money and mortgages and like big girl pants time, right? So who this is making me become is like I'm stepping into this higher version of myself. So yes, go look at that house. Yes, go look at that house. But when it's a dump, when I'm looking at the listing and I can tell it's like old and probably moldy, I feel inside like, yeah, that's not really in line, you know? So 
yes, we'll just continue to take you farther down the path. It doesn't always mean this is the dream home, but it means go in this direction because as I described yesterday, intuition is flow. It's source bringing you along for the journey and who you are becoming as you unfold in this journey, who you become when you go through an experience is the reason why. Just like this program, or if you've ever hired a coach or taken a program of any kind, I want you to think about, it's not just about what you learned, it was about you becoming the type of person that does that shit. When I first started becoming the type of person that invested in my mental health and my personal development, I like was full on in and I just like transformed because all of a sudden I became someone who wasn't just sitting back waiting for it to happen, I was proactively creating my life. I was moving forward. I was doing it right. So you're called forward to experience things that help you to unfurl as a person, help you to discover the different aspects of who you are and your power and your gifts and your light and your purpose. And the, and your intuition is guiding you there. So you can tap in and just know if it's a light. Yes. I'd like no is an easier feeling to pinpoint because no is often like, like for me, it'll be like, if I'm shuffling cards and I'm not meant to pull that card, the energy feels dead. If that makes sense. It just goes like flat. But when I'm like, the card is a yes. The energy is like it flourishes. Like I'll get like a flare up in my chest and I have the ear thing. So I'll like hear like this swishy noise. It's, I don't even know if anybody else experiences that, but I experience this swishy noise in my ear when I'm like on. And so you get to know that, right? So do the, this, um, do the, this one or this one exercise practice it. And even like, if you're someone who really wants to take this the distance and you're not going to join the program, write it down, do the, this one or this one. And then say like, when I tuned into this, it felt when I tuned into this, it felt, and just look at it, like start to explore, right? Start to explore the stuff, start to make it important to you, start to dive in because it's going to be something that's going to absolutely change your life. And you're going to be able to experience guidance like this. And now, even when someone reaches out to me to work with me, I can tell instantly if it's going to be a client I'll accept or not. I don't want to be all like accept, but some people are not the right match. Maybe they don't need what I have, or they need what someone else had what someone else has and that's okay but I can get that feeling now like instantly am I meant to work with them are they meant to invest in themselves with me and I will feel yes or no and I have no problem saying I don't think we're the right match you know or welcome girl you know so I get that intuitive nudge instantly with people um, because I've practiced it okay so next we're going to get into intuitive super flow. And then I'm going to share with you the exercise that I do to move my funky energy and to get back in touch with my intuition in an instant. I'm all snappy right now. I'm going to take a sip of water first. Intuitive super flow is like my favorite part out of all of this. And so I'm going to try to keep it short, but no guarantees. Okay. So what I call intuitive super flow is when you are constantly in touch with your intuition. So this does not mean that every moment of every day you're listening and you're just like, gotta see all day, right? Because we have children and jobs and stress and sometimes we're on the toilet. I don't know, we're not all <laughs> gotta see all the time, right? Or maybe you are. Um, but how 
What this means is you live in constant contact. So I'm talking about that anchor. It's like, no guarantees. It's like you're always, you, you know where to find home. So I want you to think about a time because I know this has happened for you where you've been in super flow and without even knowing too much more about what it is, I'm going to get into that, but just what you intuitively think that that would be. It could be a day where like everything's going right. It could be like a vacation where it just everything was perfect and you were getting like discounts and you were really living the life, right? Or it could be a girl's trip you had or just a day where like that Sunday was perfect. Like I journaled and I realized this and I had this healing experience, right? Or it could be like when you're looking for your home, maybe the whole time you were just in super flow. It was like that house isn't mine and that one is and you just were on it, right? So thinking about a time when you were on it, when you were in correspondence with your intuition. If you can't, that's totally okay as well. But I know there's been times when it feels like things are just clicking. Things are just working. Blessings come, you're getting free things and just nudges, right? Better parking spots. And like, like I said, you know, you go to the store for something and it's already on sale and it was something you're going to buy. It's like little eases, little nudges from the universe. That is super flow when you're in constant contact. So when you're practicing in the morning, connecting to that frequency, even just for a minute. And then you remember again, a couple hours later to just, you know, while the coffee is percolating or whatever, taking a deep breath, connecting to source, instead of being on your phone, instead of getting lost in distraction, then maybe a couple hours later, you're connecting back, checking in. This is all it takes. Is it, it's not, again, it's not hours a day. It's not anything like that. It's it's more about the effort to continuously connect. And so when we're doing that, we just start to live intuitively because your intuition and you become besties. You become comfortable in each other's presence. You become aware of how you interact with it and how it interacts with you. And so as you're walking through the forest, you'll get a nudge or as you go, you're having a conversation with someone, you might hear intuitive guidance or sense intuitive guidance for them or for you, or you, you ask and you're receiving. It's like you start to just live in an intuitive place where you start to know, right? If something comes up in front of you on Facebook about some workshop or whatever, and you're like, no, I can tell that's not what I need. Whereas maybe a year ago, you're like, yeah, that's totally, I was just thinking of like, when I first started my business, I was all about all the like webinars and all the stuff, learning the strategy to build a six figure business, learn the strategy. And I went down that rabbit hole for years, but now from an intuitive place, my mentors and the trainings I watch are like, about energetic work. They're about healing and about the divine feminine and receiving. And so I now intuitively know that like that brick and mortar, all focused on the strategy and the get clients energy. I know intuitively that's not how I'm building my business. How I build my business is by working on me and by healing my own shit and then just sharing what I learn. Right? So that's, I mean, that's just my example, but there's, there's ways in which you just start to live intuitively. And I bet a lot of you are here where you're noticing more and more. It's like, 
easier to decipher that yes feeling, that no feeling, and easier to push through the bravery you need to act on the yes feeling, right? Because it takes bravery. When I hired my first coach or joined a program or moved my family different cities, quit my job to start a business, flew to New York on my own to go meet a mentor, flew to Las Vegas on my own to meet Gabby Bernstein, like there's lots of things I've done that my intuition has led me there. Renting a car and driving to the Grand Canyon from Las Vegas um, by myself from this like Canadian island on the West Coast to like the heart of Vegas and the crazy highways you guys have and the <laughs> crazy stuff and just just acting on the intuition because I heard in the seminar I heard go to the Grand Canyon you will change and I was like okay I'm going and that story I feel like I should tell the full thing at some point but learning to just trust it, to just hear it, to just go with it and be like, I didn't budget to rent a car. I didn't think I had enough time. I didn't know it was like four hours each way or whatever. It's just the whole thing was crazy, but I was led. I was being told to go there. I was being told to do that on my own, right? And I did, I leapt, I jumped, I made it happen. So that's the other part is you start to get used to hearing it, and trusting it and acting on it, hearing it and trusting it and acting. And I say hearing because that's one of my dominant types, but for you, it's feeling it, it's knowing it, it's getting those nudges, those pulls, those notions, those ideas, right? And so super flow is when you really start to go all in. When, if you are at the place where you're like, I am ready to go all in with my intuition, this is where you get to experience super flow. This is where you get to step into a life that becomes super flow. Because even when you have shit days and you hear bad thoughts about yourself or mean thoughts about yourself, your intuition will come in and say, you're just having a bad day. That's just the ego. You're doing amazing. And then you'll be able to feel into what do I need? Maybe it's someone to talk to. Maybe it's a nap maybe it's a shower maybe it's some food because you're hangry that you can even use your intuition when you're off because you're just in flow you're just one with it so when you go all in and you're certain and you're like I know this is the way I want to learn this I want to do this first of all join my program I'd love to have you in it awakened intuition it's going to be amazing but this is where you start to unlock super flow because you you are willing, you are holding hands with the universe, right? This is where manifestation happens. So we're coming in now to super flow and manifestation. When you're just in the flow, when you're just listening, when you're just aware of the nudges and you get comfortable with knowing what nudges feel like and how to, that it's safe to act on them because you've been practicing, this is where manifestation happens because this is where the mentors, the books, the aha moments, the healing, the bravery comes to do this stuff. This is where you take a change in direction in your career. This is where you realize that you're a light worker and you want to help other people and you're just going to freaking go for it. This is where you hire the mentor. This is where you read the book that came into your life on purpose and it changed you. This is where that happens. And that is manifestation. That is the process of creating the things that you've been wanting. It happens through superflow. This is where you get inspired ideas, where you're able to receive them and you're willing, you're willing and ready to act on them, right? This is where superflow happens. Sorry, I just realized my computer timed out. And that is where manifestation happens. So 
There we go. So yes, it is. I experience it only when I'm on my own. It doesn't ever happen with others because I believe they interfere with my connection. Yeah. So Deb, um, what that is, is they're not interfering with your connection, but when your mind is busy, you're not tuned in, right? It's like you can only listen to one radio dial at a time sometimes. And when they're all taking your, your effort and your focus, it source is still there. Trust me. Like I can be talking to people and, um, I get guidance as they're talking, but that didn't used to happen. I used to have to listen and then I'd have to like tune in for guidance and then I'd have to, but now it's like this thing. So just remember that it's still always there. It's just that it's, it's louder, right? It's louder in the room than your intuition. So when people are talking to you and your mind is processing and you're thinking and you're replying and you're being social, you're just it's just taking, it's just taking the the spotlight from the intuition, but it is always there. Of course, in miracles, mentoring from me feels like speaking me directly. Yeah. And that is your intuition. You have to become brave enough to leap. And some things may be too scary. Like when I first heard fly to some other country to meet Gabby Bernstein, I didn't act on it, but it came back into my experience. And I was like, fine, let's look up ticket prices to her event. And then the ticket price was like, it was like one eleven eleven or something. And I was like, okay, fine, let's look up flights. And I remember the flight was, I forget the numbers, but it was like six. 44, 44 or something. I'm like, fine. And then, you know, and then I got to meet her and then I got to drive to the Grand Canyon because I heard this, you know, nudge and all of that. That's actually where I discovered Abraham. So I had like eight hours of driving, listening to Abraham books and Abraham tapes and it freaking changed my life. But I had to leap those, those things don't always find you where you are. Sometimes you need experience to spark those things, okay? So what you are seeking is seeking you, but it can't always find you at home because sometimes where you are is stressed, is chaotic, is your attention being pulled in all these directions. And it's just because you're human. That's not judgment on you. This is, that's like exactly my life. Again, with the kids and the business, like I'm no monk sitting at home. I'm a real person that has learned how to use this in my daily life. So you gotta act because I, I could have found Abraham at home, but it took that exact series of events for it to happen. I could have read about the Grand Canyon, but you know, the feeling sitting on the edge of it, doing yoga on the edge of like freaking nowhere. Yes. Abraham Hicks. Yeah. That experience changed me, but it was because I learned to listen. And that super flow is like, you're getting nudges and you're listening and you're trusting. And again, do what you can from where you are, right? So I also have the nudge to travel to Bali, but so far I haven't done it. And this is just my own journey because I'm not perfect, right? And right now we're in a pandemic and right now I have a baby I'm breastfeeding and all the stuff, right? It's not my time, but that nudge is still there. And when the stars align and when it is the time, I am going to Bali and I will tell you all about it. And so you don't have to do everything at once. Sarah, you were talking about being led to Scotland. It's not that you have to do that right now, but you will know it is calling you closer and closer and closer and you will know. And when you leap, it will be magical, right? I feel like I'm better at trusting my intuition for other people than myself. Totally. And that's just because your ego occupies the same space as your intuition. So when it's about you, it is so easy to judge. It is so easy to recall the times you failed, to recall 
and picture, you know, like how many times I've done a workshop and I've pictured myself showing up and nobody there, right? It's like my mind is just like, but my intuition is saying do it, but my mind is like sabotaging me. Whereas when I'm doing a reading for you and I can picture you on stage, I'm not also picturing you failing, right? <laughs> because that's not, that's not what source is picturing and I'm source for you, right? So, but in my own head, I have my ego about me. So that's, that's why. Um, Yes, I'm so glad you guys are vibing on this. So this is, so intuitive superflow is when you really start to dive in, you really start to integrate it into your day. And that's why I say little chunks of silence is so much more realistic than like your homework is to meditate for two hours a day, every day. Like that's just not, you know, gonna happen. So, or maybe it is, but in my life, not going to happen at this point. So it's when you start to get into synchronicities and you're seeing more one and you're seeing more of your signs and you're getting these ideas and you're getting, you're becoming more brave and you're finding that negative people are being phased out of your life. And you're finding yourself attracted to this type of information. And all of a sudden you're interested in past lives and manifestation and all of this stuff. It's because you're moving into superflow. You're moving into alignment with what the universe is calling you to be, which is what you signed up for. You signed up to do this experience like this. It's no mistake that you're awakenings because it's your time. It's your time to create your dream life and, and intuition is hand in hand with manifestation. That is super flow. That is where manifestation happens. I truly believe that manifestation can't happen any other place. Because if you're manifesting something that you really like and you really want, you have to be in a certain amount of alignment with it. So it doesn't, again, I always say this, always, always, and I always will, you don't have to be perfect. You're allowed to be triggered. You're allowed to have bitchy days. You're allowed to be off. You're allowed to feel fear. You're allowed to feel lost or lonely. That is human. That is okay. But also remember to welcome in the part of yourself that is your intuition. That's saying your soulmate's on the way. You've been needing to do this work on yourself and now you can welcome him or her in, right? The money is on the way. Abundance flows freely through the universe and you are learning how to attract it. And you're learning so much more. Of course, your body is going to start matching that. Just be patient, get some help, really align with that life. That's what you're your intuition is saying, right? So when you get into that super flow, things start happening. I'm being called, I think, to go somewhere that has a certain image in my head. No idea what this place is or where it is, but it's strongly engraved as a desire in my heart. That's amazing. And I just got this, it feels naturey to me. Um, I just got this image of you, it completely taking you off guard and it being all of a sudden in front of you one day and you were never meant to know where it is, <laughs> but that's incredible. That is your intuition. It's because that place has some significance, could be a past life, could be where you're going to have an aha moment, could be something really special. And your intuition is placing it in your mind's eye so that when you see it, you pay attention. It feels familiar. It's like oh, this place, right? It wants you to pay attention. So whether it's now or in five years, when that place shows up that you've been seeing in your mind's eye, it's, it's to feel connected. It's to feel gratitude. It's to feel awe and wonder about the universe. And so that's very much on purpose. Okay. So just a couple more things I'm going to play. Um, I'm going to do that exercise for you in just a moment. Um, so the other thing about Superflow. This is where we start to be able to generate answers ourselves. This is where that this or that happens. This is where the, um, the, 
the instant guidance, the yes feelings, the no feelings, the being on fire, right? The ideas that just pan out, the exciting things that happen in your life that just click, right? This is where that happens. And we're able to generate the answers we need for ourselves when we're in super flow. We can so much more easily um, be tuning in to the yes feeling, right? Like somebody asks you to go out and I mean, maybe not in these days, but you know, going out with a group of people and they're sort of toxic, they're kind of negative, they're gossipy, or they drink a lot and you're trying to be healthier or whatever the, the details are. And you get that, you, you get that invite and your insides go like, Ugh, and right away you go, no, I know that feeling. I'm not meant to hang out with them tonight. I'm just going to tell them I'm, you know, taking it easy. It's a self-love night. What do I need to do instead? Yeah, a bath. A bath would feel so much better than being out with those people that feel toxic to me. And it's hard to be my highest self when I'm around them. And you just know, right? When we don't know, we spend years hanging out with them anyways, and then being lowered and frustrated, mad at ourselves. Why did I let them in again? And what she said, that hurt and drama, right? Because we absolutely we heard the voice going like, oh, I don't like hanging out with them, but sure, right? She's gonna say this if I don't, or she's always saying I'm too busy, so I gotta, right? Your intuition was telling you, no, it's time to fade that toxic person out of your life. So when you get into super flow, you start being able to hear that and act on it and just know this person is not in my greater good. So I send them love. I like to say bless and release. If we're talking about people, I bless and release you. I love you. I hope you find what you're looking for and I release you and I'm going to have a bath, (laughs) right? That's what your intuition would be telling you. Can my intuition also be my mother on the side, on the other side guided me. That's what I've always thought since she passed away many years ago. Yeah. So it's very naturally. I like that. Oh, naturally, naturey. Sorry. Yeah. It feels like a forest, um, of some sort. Um, moss and things. Um, uh, yes, it can be, your intuition can be through loved ones. Um, Generally, loved ones are just there as a guiding force on the side. This is a cool tip, just random. Thanks for asking this, Deb, so that I can share this. Spirit guides and loved ones are fairly to the side in your life. Um, Intuition is you connected with the universe and like the higher good, the higher path. But Spirit guides and loved ones can come in and act through your intuition when you ask them to. So for me, loved ones and guides feel a tiny bit different than intuition, but to sort of answer it broadly, yes, you can feel intuition being from your mom, but what I would look for if it's from your mom is, again, as you practice it more, the difference in the frequency of the feeling. So your mom, to me right now, has a feminine feel, has a really gentle loving feel this feel of like I don't want to get involved but like I love you and I'll help you but I don't want to control your journey that's just your mom what she feels like right now is like you're doing a great job I don't need to intervene but I'm loving so for everybody listening look for the feeling in which that person gave you so if it was a friend and she was really funny and energetic and you're wanting to pull guidance from her be like you know Cynthia, you know, help me today. I could really use your guidance. 
watch for something like fun and energetic and bubbly. Watch for a sign that reminds you of them. That's usually how loved ones come through is it's more signs and signals, but they can place things in front of you. And then you go like, huh, I don't know why, but I want to drive down this road today. Or I don't know why, but I'm going to take a mini road trip today, you know, and that was them. So long answer short, yes, it can feel like intuition and also watch for the feeling of what those people felt like to you, grandma, friends, mom, dad, you know, grandpa, loved ones, whatever, down your ancestral line. The feeling that they have is more where you reach them, but it can feel like intuition if that makes sense. Okay. So quickly, I want to share if we're not in super flow and if we're not using our intuition, these are some clear ways, like in the moment you can really tell is that our results and our guidance are patchy at best. <laughs> and that's just exactly mirroring the amount that we choose to tune in, the focus that we give it. It's not bad or wrong. It just is what it is. The more focus, the more investment you make in it, the more, you know, love you give to it, the more you're going to nurture it, just like a plant, right? The more you water it and um, give it plant food, then it's going to be able to thrive. And if you don't, it's going to wither up the life in it seizes, right? So it's very much like your intuition. It's always there, but it'll kind of wither away to the background if it's not practiced. So when you're not in that state of super flow or you're not using your intuition, your results and your guidance are like sporadic at best and you become very uncertain in decision making. So if you're somebody that has a really hard time making decisions, it definitely need to practice and develop your intuition. It'll be, you guys, it'll be one of the best things you ever do. It, it's kind of a no brainer at this point in your path. Intuition is what's calling you. Intuition is the inner guidance of it all. So when you're not using it, it's going to be hard to know what to do, right? It's going to be hard to know where to go. And that's a signal. I'm not using my intuition. I got to tune in. Talia told me to find the stillness, right? Tune in inside, access that stillness, do the like, should I do this or should I do that? Right? This one or this one and feel the difference. And that will help you to start to make clearer decisions, right? I do that whenever I'm thinking of working with someone, or if you're considering taking the program awakened intuition, go inside about it. Be like, would this experience serve me? Right? Would this mentor? And I have, I have almost hired quite a few coaches that it was like, mm, no, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then like a week later, the right one came into my space. I'm like, oh, I was meant to hire this person. Cool, right? Doesn't mean it's it's a bad thing or a bad person. It's just not for you in this moment. So practice going within. And the other thing, if we're not accessing intuition, we just don't feel in flow. Things feel hard. It feels like there's resistance. It feels like there's dead ends and we can't see why this is happening, right? So even if you're using your intuition, even if you're in super flow, you could still lose your job or a relationship could end, or you could get a huge unexpected bill in the mail. But when you're using your intuition, you would go, what is this telling me? And the job, if you went inside and was like, what is this telling me? Yeah, it wasn't the right job for me. And I've been too scared to leave. The universe did for me what I couldn't do for myself. Right. Got it. Right. Or the relationship. I was having second guesses. I was second guessing myself. So it's just something that that is where the decision making comes from. That is where, um, we, 
can tune into the truth of why this happened and why we're going through this. And this big unexpected bill in the mail is actually teaching me to believe in abundance. Even if there's a big bill in the mail, I can still be abundant. I can just attract more. Abundance is everywhere and that's a blessing, right? That's what you're, the type of thing your intuition says. So those are just some things if you're not using your intuition, feeling stuck lately. Yeah. And you know, my loves, I really recommend, I'm going to be doing a podcast episode on this soon. If you're feeling stuck, it really comes down to doing something to shake it up. And I actually heard an interview the other day. All I have left is the exercise that I do to move my energy and get at my intuition fast. So as soon as I tell this mini story, I'm going to do that. And then I got to go, I actually have some houses to go look at. Um, but I heard this interview the other day with Ainsley McLeod, who I'm going to have on the on the podcast. He's a Hay House author. He's incredible. Um, and he talks about past lives. I have one of his books here. But anyways, um, he was saying that when he's teaching students, he's been doing this for a long time, when you're feeling stuck or stagnant, if I asked you, is it stuck or is it stagnant? And if you're like both and like stagnant definitely rings true, do something, anything to get your energy moving. So he's like, I will recommend to someone take a class, like take a painting class, you know, go for a run, take, you know, learn calligraphy, like seriously, just do something to get your energy flowing, to get your juices going. And one of my favorite things, and I mean this in complete honesty, it's not because I have the program going, but I like to get help from others. When I go without a coach for too long, I I need to find the coach to touch base with, even if it's just once a month or something. I love taking programs. That's me. That may not be the same for you, but I just go like, I got to get out of this. I got to get out of this energy. So I need to just switch it up. But it could be as simple as really like learning something new, um, joining some club or something. I know there's a lot less of that right now, but sometimes you just have to move the energy. And I love like exercise, running. Um, and actually this is the perfect segue. Thank you for saying that. Um, I'm gonna tell you now about the, um, actually, First, before I do that, super quick, Awakened Intuition. For those of you that are on the edge, that are really wanting to join, if you have any questions, let me know. The early word pricing is on until Sunday, four-week experience where you're learning and you're getting tools and techniques and really learning your intuitive type and how to use it, how to manifest with intuition in depth, but you're also getting every single week the cellular upgrade, the energy session, the practice, the feeling, the knowing, the being. It's not just a doing program anymore. It's a being program. This is about you being in the energy, knowing without a shred of doubt that this is my intuition. This is what it feels like. This is how I get to it. I just got answers. I can't believe it. And practicing it and doing that in a safe container with someone who just wants the best for you. I absolutely want you to create the life that you want. So if you're someone that knows intuition is next, if you know you want to take the program, now is the time, my love. Now is the time. There is the Manifestation Magic Bundle, which is a bundle. It's a bonus I'm throwing in that has so many tools and techniques that you can start using now. And you'll get to have an experience of a, an upgrade. I know I keep saying that, but that's the best thing I can describe it. I almost called the program cellular upgrade. And then I was like, that's pretty out there. Not everyone's going to know what I'm talking about, but it's going to be absolutely incredible. Okay. 
the link. I'm going to share you the link and then give you the exercise because I've been talking about it and I want to give it to you and then I'm going to go. Okay. There's the link for any of you that are interested. Write me if you have any questions. This is going to be so fun. You're going to come out a new person and this, and the universe likes to reward people that act, reward people that move forward. You will notice as soon as you register the feelings, the blessings, the synchronicities, because it's that magical. Okay. So before I leave you, this is the exercise that I do when I want to, when I'm feeling stuck, when I'm feeling funky. I, so I use this, um, I use this all the time, (laughs) all the time, feeling funky all the time. Um, but one thing that I did is about a year ago, I used this when I was feeling really stressed about money. I was, you know, we have all the children, a lot of expenses, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I need to bring in more money. I need more creative possibilities for income. I need to expand my finances, right? And so what you do is if you're feeling all bunchy bunchy, or you're feeling all frustrated, I want you to think of the thing that's frustrating, like, like, and really go there. So pardon me, here's my warning, I may swear, but it really go there and be like, I can't seem to fucking get ahead. Or like, I'm so frustrated with my body right now. And I know it feels counterintuitive, but you're allowed to get it out. In fact, you have to get it out. Okay. I'm going to make a loud noise. So if you're in earbuds, just be careful here. So I will think about it and I will say, like, I'm so fucking frustrated with money. Why does it never come easy? And then I go big breath in. Ha! Sorry about that. Again, I warned you big breath in. And sometimes I'll kind of, and it sounds dramatic. It sounds funny, but it gets the energy moving. So what I do is I do that three times. Sometimes I'm not even kidding. If the house is open, I, it turns into like a, like just get it out. But this, it's actually a yoga thing. And it's to move the stagnant energy, to move the stuck thoughts. So I do that three times and then I get completely still, one hand on my heart, one hand on my belly. And I just get still and I listen. I breathe and I allow the truth to come forward. And every single time I hear You're doing a good job. You are on the path. You are awakening. You are doing it. You are being rewarded for all your hard work. You are moving into her. You are that version of yourself. It's going to be okay. You are enough. So I'm going to recommend you try it. It's really simple. It feels so good, especially for those of us who try to get our, try to stuff our feelings down, try to keep it inside, try to keep our cool, right? It moves the energy. And if you find you want to just move your body with it or stomp, like just let it out, girl. But that really powerful explosive breath, do three of them hand on the heart And I usually kind of just think here, okay, I'm ready to hear the truth. Like I'm ready to release it. I'm ready to see what's up. Guide me. It's a really powerful exercise. Try it and then let me know how it goes. Send me a message or write on this live um, and let me know how it goes for you because it's really powerful. So that's all my loves. So much intuition, so much flow, so many good things and 
if you get nothing else from this, I want you to, although I know you got a lot from it, I want you to know that intuition is your sacred gift. It's built into you, especially you. It is built into you. It is there waiting, calling for you to develop it, to listen to it, to be there, knowing that it's there for you, knowing that it's guiding you, knowing that it is the portal to your manifestations. It is the portal to your dream life. It is the portal to all of the things that you've been calling out for, for all of these years. All of the things you've put into your desire box, all of the things that you've been dreaming of and yearning for, all of it is accessible through intuition. And it's not a forcing, it's not a controlling, it's not a trying hard. It's actually a tuning in. A tuning in, a tapping into, an aligning with. Find the source inside you. Find your intuition. Practice it. Be with it. Allow yourself to develop it and experience it and try it. And notice how quickly your life changes. It's the portal to all the guidance, to the manifestations, and also your psychic abilities. Yes, I said that. It's the portal to all the cool shit. Like, really. I'm so here for you. If you have any questions about the program or about this live or about anything else, shoot me a message. I'd love to chat. I'm a real person who loves to connect with you. Um, The meditation was sent to you when you signed up in the welcome email for this this, um, event. There was the meditation. That exercise is not the meditation, no. The meditation is to call forward intuitive guidance. So you go into the meditation with a question in your mind and allow the guidance to come forward right there on the spot. That's the bonus meditation you got for signing up to this. Okay, I love you guys so much. Have such a fantastic day. Um, Send me an email if you didn't get it and I will get my team or I will write back. Um, Have a fantastic day. Know that you're magical beyond anything. I know you already freak people out with your intuition. I know you already have those nudges and those knowings. It is time. This is the time. We need our intuition more than ever. With this crazy world and these crazy pandemics and crazy things and uncertainty. We need that certainty inside. We need that anchor inside, which is our intuition. It's the source. It's the good shit. I love you so much. You guys are so welcome. Thank you for being a part of this and we will connect soon. Bye, my loves.